1: Hey there, welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby, my friends. So psyched to be here with you. I'm going to pick a card to start this show from the Spirit Junkie Affirmation Deck. And it is brand new. It's my deck that I created from quotes from my book, Spirit Junkie, quotes from my world, my life. I love this deck because it's designed by my best friend, Michaela Ezra. And it's absolutely gorgeous. We're going to open up this show today to see what the universe has in store for us, to get a sense of what messages need to come through for us. The card that we pick is often the theme that I return to over and over again. It's never fails us here is our card for this show today. Here we go. My genuine desire to serve clears the path for me to step into my purpose. What a wonderful card for today. My genuine desire to serve clears the path for me to step into my purpose. Here we go. My genuine desire to serve. Boom. Look at that one. Beautiful. All right, well, this is what I want to open up with. What I feel is happening here, and I was talking about this the other day in the creation of this podcast, I had a call with my team on a Monday call, which we do every Monday. And we were sharing our gratitudes. And I wanted to give the team a pep talk because everyone's been working overtime to bring this podcast, Dear Gabby, to life. What I find so beautiful, though, is that while we're all working so hard to bring this to life, there's an energetic force that feels that it's supporting us in every corner, every move that we make, every weekend that we work or every night that we stay up later. We have an energy that's moving us. And that energy is the energy of service. Every single one of us, every, every person on my team, every man, every woman on my team right now, Feels very committed in in the service of something, in the service of you, the service of these listeners, everybody here. And that service is what I said to the team is what's driving us. It's the driving force. It's the invisible force that's opening doors, that's allowing us to do less and attract more, do more and still feel supported, show up with inspiration every single day and keep everything moving forward with momentum. So I want you to really tap into what that service is for you in the energy that you bring forth, whether it's caring for a child, whether it's showing up for your career with more service, whether it's showing up for your friendships with more service. Because when we bring a service-oriented energy to the things that we do, our purpose is revealed to us. Our purpose for how we can show up at our highest capacity. Our purpose for how we can bring a better energy to what it is that we want to create in the world. Our purpose in this lifetime is presented to us when we dwell in the energy of service. That is going to be our theme. I'm going to bring it into everybody that comes through today. I have no doubt that it will be absolutely appropriate. My genuine desire to serve clears the path for me to step into my purpose. Boom. Here we go. Gabby. I have made my workout routine a high priority and a non-negotiable part of that routine is rehydration. I always make hydration a priority because I need my daily electrolytes. This is so important because an electrolyte deficiency or imbalance can cause symptoms such as headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness. One time I even ended up in the hospital because my electrolytes were so low. So you got to stay on top of this. And my hands down favorite electrolyte brand is Element. Oh my God. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink that I put on ice. I make it like it's my mocktail. I love it so much. And it's really, really hydrating and it's got a lot. of salt in it. (laughs) The salt is really important, but there's no sugar. That's right. Zero sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. I drink Element every day. It supports my workouts. It's my favorite, favorite way to even start the day because I often wake up dehydrated from the night before. And so I'll start my day with an Element. Everyone needs electrolytes, especially people on a low carb diet. Anyone that practices intermittent fasting or extended fasting or people that are very physically active or sweat a lot, you really want to make sure you have electrolytes. And as a member of our Dear Gabby community, Element has a very special offer for you. Claim your free Element sample pack. You only cover the cost of shipping. Get yours here at drinkelement.com slash Gabby. That's drinklmn dot com forward slash G-A-B-B-Y. It's your free risk opportunity to try this. I recommend watermelon. If you don't like it, share it with a salty friend and Element will give your money back. No questions asked. Check it out.
0: I'm Lexi. I'm Shannon. I'm Tiffany. And this is the 6 and 9 Podcast. Family dinner is at 6 and pre-drinks are at 9. We're serving laughs, cocktails, and lots of stories we probably shouldn't share. In this multi-generational mother-daughter podcast, nothing is off the table. We're unfiltered, uncensored, and undone. You can catch a new episode of 6 and 9 every Tuesday anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you are invited.
1: Bring on our first guest of the show today. I'm ready for my first dear Gabby today. Hello. Hi, Gabby. Hi, sweetheart. What's your name? My
3: name is Alda, and I knew I was going to be your first guest today. Did you really? I, I tell you, I had this energy. I think it had a lot to do with a card that you pulled up. And I'm just so happy to be here to ask you, I think, a simple question, but that I'm having a little bit of a hard, hard time trying to get my head around it. So you say, and I agree completely, that the best way to progress and to maybe have something else is to be deeply grateful for what we have now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how am I actually sending out a message to the universe that perhaps I want more? I mean, what is the difference between very grateful for what we have and being very grateful for what we have, but wanting something else or something more.
1: Okay. So what I say is that when we're grateful for what we do have, we create more of what we want. So thank you Mm -hmm. for, for bringing that forth. So when we're grateful for what we do have, we create more of what we want. What I mean by that is that the way to create more of what we want is to feel good. Often when we're focusing on what we want, that we don't currently have, it doesn't feel that good because we're focusing on something that is a perception of lack. We perceive that something isn't there and I want it, so it doesn't make me feel that great that it's not there yet. That's not always the case. Sometimes you can have a desire and it can make you feel really good to think about that desire. Sometimes we, we have a clear uh, vibration around a desire. But often— the desire might be backed with a sense of lack. So I would much rather you be focusing your energy on what is working in your life right now so that the attitude and vibration is not backed with lack, but instead with love and with positivity and with an energy force field that is magnetic. And in turn, you become a super attractor. You become a magnet for what it is that you desire. So you can still focus on what you desire. You can dream about it. You can, you can write about it. You can talk about it. But make your primary focus on what is working, what is awesome in your life in this moment. Focus on what's thriving. You create more of what you want. Do whatever you can to feel good because feeling good is how you manifest. Does that make sense to you, sweetheart? It does, absolutely. And
3: does that work with service as well? If, say, we want to live a life of service, and we feel that really all we can do at the moment is just bring a little bit of joy to people, maybe one person a day. Should I be content that that is as much service as I can provide to people now? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I, I you it's know, still I feel service if it's not a humongous uh, participation oh, in oh. society or in community.
1: Yes. Service of one human could be as simple as a smile to a stranger with your eyes under your mask, <laughs> with your mouth smiling and your eyes smiling at the grocery store, is service. What we want to think about. I did an interview with my friend Ariana Huffington for her new book, uh, all about her uh, her mission and her and her business about Thrive, and I heard her sharing about what she writes about in the book, micro steps, and I would call these small right actions, and she refers to them as micro steps, but when it comes to service. These small right actions, these micro steps towards being of service to others not only fulfill us and fill our tank with love and, and, and purpose and grace, but each small step towards loving another person adds up because that person that you smiled at with your eyes under your mask in your grocery store feels really good because they got a nice smile. And then they walk out to the parking lot and they smile at somebody else. And that person that they smiled at was just yelling at their husband in the car. And when they go back to the car, they're now feeling better. So they're going to go give their husband some love. And their husband's feeling better now. So when they get home, they both have a better attitude around their children. And their children are in a great space. So they get back on the Zoom school, or maybe they go back to school, and they bring a high vibration. So there's a ripple effect of the one encounter. Don't underestimate the power of love in the small encounters that we bring forth. Everything is a moment to give and to serve. Every moment is an opportunity. Beautiful question. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Awesome. I think we're complete here. Thank you. Thank you so much. My
3: heart is all warm from having spoken to you today. So thank you so much, Gabby. Keep it up. I love it. I love it.
1: I love you, baby. Thank you for being part of the show. Thank you, Thank you. All right. Who do we have next? Hi.
0: Hi, Gabby. I cannot believe I actually got on this show. I have been following you forever.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hi, honey. How are you doing?
0: Oh, I'm doing pretty good now.
1: Feeling so good now, one right? The
0: question I have been dying to ask you is, I've had trust issues for a long time, but I'm having a hard time trusting myself to write my book. And I'm not sure how to overcome the trust part, like to trust myself mm-hmm. that people would want to hear my story.
1: Oh my God. Do I have something for you? Okay. First of all, I want you to get ready because I am coming out with a free training where I'm going to reveal my four steps to your best selling book. So it's for you, love. The first step that I'm going to reveal on the training is is the number one block to our book, and I'm going to give you a little sneak peek about what this message is going to come forth in that training. So I'll, I'll be sure to give you all the details at the end of the show, and make sure you guys can click the link in the show notes because you can apply to or you can register to this free training at any point after this show. But to give you the first really hardcore Gabby kick in the ass message today is back to our card. My genuine desire to serve clears the path for me to step into my purpose. You know you have a book in you. You know you have a book in you. You're blocking the book because you think it's about you. But the book is about the souls who you will serve, the people Who will read it. Every reprint of that book will carry the message, the energy, and the intention that you are here on this planet at this time to bring forth. So the fastest way out of that storyline of who am I to do this is to remind yourself it is your responsibility to share your great work with the world because it's not about you. It's about your message serving another soul. The moment that you make that adjustment, love, when you make that adjustment of, I'm writing this book for my reader, I'm not writing this book for myself, you'll always get benefit from writing your own books. But when you put your reader at the forefront and you think about how is it that I am going to be serving souls through this message, the ego can't exist in the service of love. Grounding yourself in that service. Dissolves the boundary. Does that resonate with you?
0: Absolutely. It does resonate with me. I am taking your bestseller masterclass.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So you're in the bestseller masterclass. Well, guess what? You're also getting an updated version of it. So, as you know, and this is going to come through in the updated version of the bestseller masterclass in the biggest way, that when you get grounded in the message that you're here to bring forth, then you stop blocking but it sounds like you have a follow-up question. Go on.
0: Well, I do. It's just, I'm, I'm trying to write sort of like a memoir and it's sort of like a help book. And so you said it's not about you, it's about the people that it's about your readers. But I guess my whole thing is, I don't know where to bring the two together is where I'm struggling.
1: So when you write a book, you're often sharing your own personal experience, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, because these, these stories that come to life come from us. And so that's a very vulnerable process. And we think that it's about us because we're, we're revealing things, we're sharing truth. And that is about us to the extent that we can heal a lot from the writing journey, that we can really go through the process of releasing any stagnant energy around the stories that we're here to tell. But when we make it about us, it's not what I'm saying is it's not about the stories that you're writing or the fact that the book is is literally about you. It's about making it about your accomplishment, your thing that you're putting out. It has to be about I have to do this in the pursuit of serving others. I am doing this not because I want to have this credential of bestseller or I have this credential of being a published author. I'm doing it because I want to serve souls. The second that we get into the storyline of it's about me, and sorry, now I'm glad that you you reiterated your question. When we make it about me, like I'm the author, I'm the person behind it, I'm scared to put myself out there, I don't know how to market myself, all that kind of business, that's when we block the book because it's no longer about the end game, which is to serve the reader. It becomes about us. With any creative endeavor, we have to get ourselves out of the way and put the service of the creation in the forefront. Because when the service and the love are in the forefront, that's when we take spiritually aligned action. Action from a place that is grounded and centered and of service and of love, not a place of fear or ego or self-reflection more about service. That's the distinction. And I think we covered it now once I made that clarification for you. I would love anyone listening to join the training. It's a free training. It's my four steps to becoming a bestseller. All the details will be in the show notes. Four steps to your best-selling book. I'm going to share how I went from zero writing experience to becoming a multiple New York Times bestseller with nine books in eleven years. I'm going to share all of that in the free training, and the details will be in the show notes of this episode. Very cool, my friend. Thank you so much for coming through, sister. And get psyched, mama. You're going to have a whole new bestseller masterclass. It's completely redone. You're going to have an entirely new course. Congratulations. That free training is going to bust all the myths that you're not meant to be doing this. It's going to clear it all for you. You got me?
0: I got you totally. Thank you so much. You, you're so awesome.
1: It's so good to hear your energy and your your beautiful joy and beautiful face coming through. Thank you, my sweetheart. Thank well, you. Well, i have waited
0: so long to talk to you and it's just like, yes, I finally got on. So you're such a blessing and you so totally gave me a new perspective on this. So, you know, I'm going to really run with it.
1: Go, girl. Go, girl. Go, girl. Run with it. Right with it. Right with it, baby. I'm going to. Go for it, my love. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. I look at the ingredients and I'm thinking to myself, I cannot give this to my child. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids just really shouldn't be eating. That's why Haya was created. The pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin created by two dads tired of children's vitamins that cause more problems than they solve. Haya is made from a blend of 12 farm-fresh fruits and vegetables and supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals known to help support a healthy immune system, energy levels, brain function, mood, teeth, bones, and more. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door in a package families love so parents can have one less thing to worry about. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar, ugh, you know how I feel about sugar. They can cause a variety of health issues. It can just be a lot of drama. Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk yet it tastes really good. And it's a perfect way to get your picky eater to take a vitamin. We've worked out an exclusive offer with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Dear Gabby listeners are going to receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com forward slash Gabby or enter the code G-A-B-B-Y at checkout. That's H-I-W-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com G-A-B-B-Y, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Your full discount is applied at checkout. I can tell you right now, my little boy Ollie loves it. Who do we have next? This is so funny how the the card is seriously coming through for us today. Wouldn't you say, everybody? It's pretty amazing. Hi, sweetheart. How are you doing?
2: Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm really good. I'm really happy to be with you.
2: This is crazy. I come every week and it's so funny because this is like the first week, of course, that I asked to speak with you and like really just let it go. So here I am.
1: <laughs> you know, I think that's when things happen, when we're not trying to control them, when we let them go, we get to where we need to be. Welcome to Dear Gabby.
2: So my, my question for you is, is kind of around that whole um, idea of, of letting go and things like that. So recently in my life, I've had some things manifest that have been... A little painful, and things that I didn't necessarily want to happen um, and wasn't expecting. And you know, I've been working through the healing process and looking for the gifts and the lessons in that. And I can see, you know, how it, it's necessary and it's supporting my growth and things like that. But at the same time, um, you know, kind of struggling against what is and what I don't want to be, um, and you know, trying to create outcomes that that I want and you know, a lot of me struggles too, with like things happening because we are co-creating and manifesting them versus things happening in divine order. Okay. So really like looking at ways to, to really surrender to what is, but, but also be focused on, on what we want and, you know, kind of trying to reconcile that whole idea of like, you know, what role do we have in, in, creating the circumstances in our lives and how much control do we have through our thoughts, our actions, our belief systems versus things happening as they're meant to and in divine order and as they're, as they're supposed to for our growth and, and things like that.
1: Okay. Beautiful question. So when we talk about the law of attraction and when we talk about manifesting, the storyline often is that what you believe you receive the energy that you put out is a magnetic force and it comes back to you. But sometimes that trips people up because they start to think, well, did I manifest all the bad things in my life? And it's not necessarily that you thought about something and then you manifested something bad. That's never gonna happen. It's all about what we put momentum and energy behind. So if you're consistently thinking about a problem and it's something that's all-consuming and it takes up your thought processes all day, every day, it's constantly on your mind. It's bringing your energetic vibration down. It's making you feel like crap. It's slowing down your productivity. It's getting in the way of your sleep and your relationships and your energy. Yes, it has a lot of momentum and then in turn, indeed, can be manifesting things into your life that you don't want but that's because it has momentum. But just as quickly as you built up the momentum around something that you didn't want, you can redirect and build up momentum around what you do want. And some of the fastest ways that we can get back into alignment with the energy and the positive momentum towards what it is that we do want to create is through practices like feeling into the gratitude of what's going on in our life in this moment. Like we said earlier, being of service to others gets us out of our own head coming back to that topic. Focusing on the small right actions in front of you, doing something simple rather than thinking we have to do everything so perfectly, bringing joy into your life through small right actions, doing something like writing or cooking or singing or dancing. So these small adjustments start to lean us towards that presence of joy. And so your work love isn't about being the perfect thought system all the time but it's about recognizing when you start to build up too much momentum in the negative space and doing the practices to bring yourself back. I want to give you Super Attractor. Have you read my book, Super Attractor?
2: Um, I haven't. I haven't read it yet.
1: Um, oh, well then, girlfriend, <laughs> you're here, onto your Gabby, asking for me to tell you about how to manifest, and you have the book, and you haven't read Super Attractor yet, then I'm going to literally stop dear Gabbying you right now, send you on your way, tell you to go open the freaking book, and get all the messages. They're right there for you. But the main message today is that you're worried about putting too much momentum behind a negative experience. Then you have to do something in place of the negative thoughts to redirect the energy. So-
2: um, you know, cause there can be a lot of like shame and blame, like, you know, with that. And, and did I cause that? So, I mean,
1: okay. So let's, let's clear that right now, sweetie. Okay. I'm going to hold you in that. Anything that you may have put momentum behind positive or negative that may have manifested in your life is exactly as it needs to be because it's revealing to you the healing and the growth that is present it brought you to this show and i see you're getting very emotional about that and i'm glad that you i'm glad that you're letting that please let that out let it out let it out let it out that you have done nothing wrong everything that has happened to this point is perfect it is in divine order it brought you to this show today so any detours that we may seem to be making any obstacles we may seem to be creating Are in fact leading us in the right direction, as long as our energy and our desire is in the pursuit of love, and it is for you. You're here on dear Gabby. That's a that's a prayer. I'm coming out and saying I need help, Universe. I need help. I'm on dear Gabby. So every single thing that's happened up until this point, even if it was some low vibe momentum that led to some things that you didn't want, it's perfect. It brought you here. It's putting your ass on track to read super attractor, to redirect. To get yourself in shape mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is that you need to fine tune and adjust your field so that you reclaim the super attractor power within you. You don't have to go out and get your super attractor power, it's already there. You just have to remember it. So, all the methods in that book are going to guide you to really claim and ground yourself in that presence of positive momentum, positive energy, which in turn will just make it easy for you to effortlessly attract what you want into your life. But the message from this dear Gabby specifically is that yes, if we get a lot of momentum that's negative, it may start to create negative experiences in our life, but no, we are not to be blamed for that. All we need to do is use that experience as a opportunity for growth and as a moment to reflect and say, oh, I can redirect at any moment. I can reclaim my super attractor power in any moment. And I can start building up momentum towards what is positive and what is grace, and what is easy, and what it is that is thriving in this moment now. So that's the message for you today. Forgive yourself, let yourself off the hook 100,000%. Absolutely. Every single thing in your life has been in divine purpose and order to lead you to this moment right now, where we're talking about this, to lead you to the next book that you read after Super Attractor and the next book and the next book and the next therapist and the next coach and the next thing, because all that's required is your willingness to feel good. You got me? Yeah,
2: I do. I just, you know, and and it was it's funny that you're saying this too, because I literally uh, was downloading the message this morning that, um, you know, I, it it is about forgiveness and giving myself grace and allowing myself to face the fear and the pain and the grieving that has come up recently. You know, and move through that and then look for for the the healing that is that is coming through 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 all of that also.
1: Correct, because it's not that we're gonna go and and just all of a sudden slap some affirmations over our problems. But it's, but even simply sitting here with me and saying, oh, okay, this is about me forgiving myself. This is about me giving myself grace. That statement puts you into a different point of attraction. That statement starts to build up an energy that's positive and a vibration that's empowered and that starts to put you in behind a momentum that's moving forward. So it's not like we're sitting here being like, oh, you're perfect. Everything's fine. You're saying I'm forgiving myself and this is a journey of me forgiving myself and I've done nothing wrong and I'm moving forward. And that is going to come through in Super Attractor to really help you develop more momentum behind that storyline than the storyline of, oh my God, look at what I've created that I don't want. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Great work.
2: Thank you so
1: much. You're welcome, baby. Sweet baby. Go read your super attractor. I
2: am. (laughs) I will. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, my love. You're welcome. All right. Who do we have next? Who do we have next?
4: Oh, my gosh. It's so lovely to speak to you. My name is Cynthia. all the way from South Africa. I am such a fan.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Cynthia from South Africa. Hi, baby. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. And yourself? I'm doing really well. I'm really happy to be here with you.
4: I'm also very happy. I actually feel like crying. You've really helped me so much in the past few weeks. Just get my anxiety under control. I've been listening to every single night when I have anxiety. I've been listening to your meditation and it's been really, really helpful. Wow. And I, and I just wanted to ask you is um how in future going forward, how do I cut off those? You know, when you, you have anxiety, you always meet those people that, you know, you see red flags friends and, and, you know, in romantic relationships, how do you walk away when you see them? You don't stay. And, you know, it's like a repetitive situation. And I find myself in a circle doing that over and over and over again. And, and it just makes my anxiety
1: worse instead of getting better. OK, so so you're saying that the relationships that you're attracting into your life are causing you anxiety. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And is the anxiety there regardless of the relationships or is it because of the relationships?
4: I, I think I have it in general. Um, I'm on antidepressants, but I have anxiety in general. But then, as soon as I get into relationships, I have that fear that somebody will leave or, or, or they're not going to stay. But then also I, I attract people who, who who just make it worse. They, they don't, you know, uh, give me that assurance that they're here for me. And they'll always be there. It's always attracting the people who will
1: just make it worse if you get what I mean. I do. Yeah. Okay. What I'm hearing is that the relationships in your life are exacerbating the anxiety, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is you already have this low level of anxiety and you have this low level of anxiety that can easily get elevated when you enter a relationship for the fear of somebody leaving or hurting you, all of which is very understandable. And we all have these uh, relationship hangups that can take whatever emotional disturbances we may have and elevate them and enhance them dramatically. Okay? Okay relationships are the stomping ground for our wounds. (laughs) So let's just start at that baseline of just saying, okay, this is what's up. The relationships just make me more anxious. It's a common response that people have. I want to work it out. I want to adjust my reactions. I want to have more faith. And this is just where I'm at right now. And the reason I want to start there with you with that kind of attitude, love, is because sometimes when we have anxiety, no matter what it's about, we put so much power onto the anxiety. We give the anxiety so much power and we fear the potential of it. We fear it, that it could come, that it could be worse than it is. We, we actually perpetuate it because we're afraid of it. So what I'm doing with you right now is helping you recognize that if we start at this baseline of speaking back to the anxiety with a calm attitude. So sweetie, if I say to you right now, okay, I've got this anxiety. It's, it, I, you know, this is where it's at. And my relationships bring up my anxiety." And saying that in that sort of attitude, how does that make you feel when we just speak kind of loosely like that about it casually about it? Almost as soon as I
4: started to talking to you, I don't know if it's because I'm talking to you, I almost felt better. It's like
1: mm-hmm. a relief to actually say it out loud. There you go. There you go. Okay. It's a relief to say it out loud. It's a relief to say it out loud. That's, that's the message today. That we can, in the truth of where we're at in the moment, we can release the resistance of that experience by just embracing. I'm feeling anxious today. It may not be the final frontier. It may not be the final tool or method that's going to subside the anxiety. That may be deeper therapeutic work. That may be practices like EMDR. It may be going much further on your personal growth journey. But it does diffuse the power of the anxiety in the moment by speaking it, by normalizing it, by giving voice to it, by allowing it to be present with you, by putting your right hand on your heart, your left hand on your belly, breathing into the feeling of it for 90 seconds, letting it go, breathing into it and just letting it go. And just right now, sweetheart, just take your hand and you put your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your belly and just breathe for a moment in and out of that anxiety just allowing yourself to be present with everything that's coming up for you just allowing yourself to be at at peace in this moment with what is not judging it not attacking it not forcing it to be anything different just being present with what it is speaking to yourself hearing my voice and start thinking in this way to yourself of I've got this anxiety and it gets kicked up in relationships and I'm working on it and I have psychiatric support and I have therapeutic support and I can come to Dear Gabby and get support. And I have the meditation that Gabby has been helping me with. I listen to that meditation every night. And most importantly, in this moment, I can just stop resisting it. It's so When I stop resisting my anxiety, it no longer has power over me. And just breathe that in, sweetheart, and let it go. And take another deep breath in. And you can let that go. She's really taking it in. Take your time. Enjoy that feeling. Yeah, she was really loving that. Beautiful. How are you feeling now? It always felt great
4: for, for the moment. It always feels good. It's like at work, literally I'll be sitting and i will feel the anxiety and I'll just listen to that meditation and just breathe and
1: breathe and I'll feel better in, in 30 minutes it just always works is it an anxiety relief meditation of mine that you're listening to which one is it there's anxiety you have it that's the one that's for free um
4: it's a oh right okay we'll put that in the show notes for me it works so well it works very very well it's worked like, for me and every single week, I listen to your new slides every week. It just keeps me going and and just
1: gives me hope that it'll, it does get better. Well, here we go. Let's talk about this for a second because it got better right here in this moment, right? You started to feel relief. You started to release resistance around the fear of it. You started to become present with what was up in the moment. And you let yourself breathe into the feeling and you let yourself just not push it away, but just be present with it. You have the power to do that with me. I want to encourage you to keep doing that with me on the meditation or just by yourself. Being in the dialogue internally of, okay, there's the anxiety again. The second that we start giving it power, it takes a power over us. It starts to take power over us. So We want to take all the support systems that we can get, whether it be psychiatric, therapeutic, everything that we can get to support us with an anxiety disorder. But the most important thing is that you release the resistance to it because whatever we resist will persist. And so, as you start to just being in acceptance of what's up in the moment, letting your feelings be your feelings, breathing into them, 90 seconds, those feelings can pass and change using the, the anxiety relief meditation. Listening to a dear Gabby, putting something in place of it gently can help dissolve that boundary. Beautiful work, sister. Beautiful. Beautiful work. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. It's
4: it's really, it gives so much hope that, you know, we to learn to get better in emotionally and and just stop saying, you know, I'll get better when this happens and when this happens to just get better. To just say, you know. I will be happy and and if it comes it comes and if it doesn't
1: come it doesn't come it's just taken so much work to just do that. Well you got better in this moment so I think you need to be less focused on the big picture and more on the present moment. As you add up the moments of relief that's when life becomes miraculous. Just be in the present moment with each moment of relief and that's the focus. Take the pressure off. Okay? If you're focused on the moment, then there's no way to fail. Thank beautiful. you so much. You're welcome, my sweet. You're so beautiful. Thank you for being with me. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful work. Good job. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Everyone, amazing. Yeah, 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 Gabby. Yeah, yeah. All right, here I go again. Talking about saunas. You know I love a sauna. I love to sweat. And I'm in love with the company higher dose. Love, 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 love. Their portable infrared sauna blanket allows me to heal at home or on the go. Trust me when I say that the benefits of infrared are so powerful that you will feel the difference just after one session. Infrared increases blood flow for faster recovery, better sleep, and a calmer central nervous system. Plus, it naturally releases a dose of happy chemicals in the brain, leading you feeling euphoric. The sauna blanket has an amethyst layer to deepen benefits of infrared, a tourmaline layer that generates negative ions, a charcoal layer to bind the pollutants, and a clay layer, which is balancing for the heat. If you don't have the budget or the room for a full-size sauna, this sauna blanket is a game changer. And for those of you who want the experience and the benefits of infrared without the sweat, they also have a cool infrared PEMS mat that combines the dual technology of infrared with PEMF for an unbelievable recharge experience. I just got mine from this amazing company and I'm obsessed. PEMF stands for pulsed electromagnetic field. And it works by sending electromagnetic waves through your body at different frequencies to help promote your body's Own recovery process. You will feel relaxed, regrounded, and rebalanced. Whether you deal with chronic pain, work out frequently, or just need a moment to relax, lying on the mat for even a couple of minutes a day will help your mind be at ease. Get your own infrared sauna blanket or infrared PEMF mat at higherdose.com. Use my exclusive promo code Gabby75 at checkout and save $75. That's higherdose.com exclusive promo code. G-A-B-B-Y 75. I think we have time for one more, dear Gabby. Hello.
3: Oh, oh my God.
5: Hi. Um, hi, hi, am I here? Oh, my God. The My dog is freaking out. I'm freaking out. Hi. Wow, you caught me. I'm cleaning. <laughs> I'm. Um, okay, let me take you with me. I can't believe this. Wow, <laughs> Your Gabby. <dog> is- <laughs> freaking Bernstein. So I I just have to tell you this. I have a joke with a friend that I introduced you to. And the only way that I say your name is Gabby Bernstein, because that's the energy that I think of. (laughs) Oh my God. My heart is racing. Wow. Wow. Okay. So I have had a very fruitful, positive year of self-work. I really leapt hardcore back into therapy with uh, the pandemic. I knew that I was gonna need that extra support. And so, yeah, so I'm really proud of all the work that I've done. i'm I'm an actor and a comedian, so I live in New York City. so my industry is on pause sort of for the moment. And so um, I'm really proud of myself that I'm still here. And that I'm doing a lot of deep emotional work and that I have thrived, that I have found ways to support myself, found jobs, and I'm still here, damn it. (laughs) So I'm really proud of myself there. What I want to say is like, things are starting to pick back up. I'm getting more work. And as that is happening, I also had said yes to a lot of creative work, which is beautiful and amazing and awesome. But I, I went from like working out every day and meditating and listening to dear Gabby and listening to like podcasts and really like filling my soul and, and resting and taking care of myself. And then things got so busy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I just watched it kind of crumble in a matter of matter of days and not completely crumble like I guess what is my question
1: (laughs) I kind of know the answer okay
5: okay give it to me Abby
1: I already know what we're going for here okay good on you Kristen for making the commitment during COVID to put yourself practice and yourself reflection and your therapy and everything that you can first. And listen, not everybody has had the privilege of doing that. But when you did have the privilege of doing that, you did it. And that's a service not just to you, but to the world because you're showing up for yourself is showing up for others. And God bless you. Good work. I'm proud of you. And sometimes when we have those opportunities in front of us and we don't take them, we feel that. And so I think because you took it, you can just celebrate that in this moment now. The bottom line is is when you focus on yourself and you start feeling better, life gets good and life gets big. Everything starts to unfold. You will start to attract. It will become the natural order of what happens because when we free our energy field, our energy starts to open up to a magnetic force of guiding us towards what is of the highest and best for us. So what happens when we get busy That's the question. So we got busy, and it feels like you said, in your words, everything crumbled, meaning your spiritual practice, your foundational work that you've been doing this year started to crumble. And so when we get busy, we obviously have less time for our personal growth work, but we have to prioritize it even more. And so my suggestion is to make a list of what are your non-negotiable practices that you will not miss. Therapy, your daily meditation, maybe three days of exercise a week, whatever you can hit that is a non negotiable. Because sure, you can have that list that's like, okay, this would be nice if I got to six workouts a week, but I don't know that it's possible. But I'm non negotiable. I'm going to do three. Okay. So I just want you to create some boundaries around the limits that you're going to create for yourself of how far you'll go into what you can do to stay consistent. And so decide today, as soon as we hang up on this dear Gabby, what are your non-negotiable personal growth practices and stick to them. Because once you make it non-negotiable, it's, it's non-negotiable. Okay? And no matter how busy I get, I will do my meditation every single day. Most days it's at 12 o'clock. My team knows that they can't put something at 12. Okay? This is the goal. This is the plan. On days like Dear Gabby, when I get on at 12.15, I meditate right after this. So there's some adjustments, but it's still a non-negotiable that I will not miss. I can't work out seven days a week, but I'll make a commitment to work out three to five days a week, right? So what's your non-negotiable? And that lets you off the hook if you're not doing it the way you were when you had all the time in the world. But it also keeps you committed and consistent with with what it is that you want to maintain and sustain. So you have to decide what is non-negotiable and is that sustainable is that sustainable? Because you just also don't want to beat yourself up if you can't sustain your non-negotiables, okay? So it's a balancing act. But I think this is a really important message for everybody listening. When you have the space and you're not working as much, yeah, it's great. You have so much time to listen to your Gabby and you clean your house and work out and you did a beautiful job of getting yourself back into this amazing vibration. Now you've got a lot going on. Don't lose the mojo, girl. Don't lose your mojo. Don't forget where this mojo came from but you're not going to be able to do it as much as you had because you have less time. So, you can you can still sustain that connection to source and that connection to to your your spiritual connection and presence by sticking to your non-negotiables.
5: Mm. Okay? Amazing. If you can touch on um you know, I've done a lot of work with because I've had so much time, I can show up really fully for things. And Sometimes I'll have resistance with showing up when I know I can't show up perfectly. Okay. I guess what I want to ask is like, what is your suggestion when it's like, I know I can't show up perfectly, but I can still show up.
1: I think you have to redefine what showing up perfectly means because to me, showing up perfectly simply means showing up present. It's not all the things that we do. It's the presence that we bring. So get over any idea that you need to do something perfectly, just show up fully present. And that's, that's perfect.
5: Wow. Wow. Awesome. Oh, that's so great. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Thank you for everything that you do.
1: Can you say my name again, the way you said it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're going
1: to end the show with that. That was awesome. You're awesome, sweetheart. I'm so proud of you. Uh, Keep it up. Stay present and make that non-negotiable list. It's very simple. Stay consistent.
5: Oh, my God. So great. Thank you so much.
1: Kristen, thank you, my love. Thank you. It was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to close out this show right now with this message. When we stay committed to our personal growth practice, it is the greatest service that we can bring to the world. Our energy is our contribution. The attitude that we show up with, the presence that we bring, the thoughts that we have are either elevating the planet or polluting it. And so the more we stay committed and grounded to our own personal growth and development and our spiritual condition, the greater the service we are bringing to the world. So, become unapologetic about your personal growth. Become unapologetic about the time that you bring to your spiritual practice, your therapeutic practices, to feeling good. Because it's in the presence of feeling good that you bring the best vibration to every soul around you, to the plants, to the trees, to the air we breathe. You bring the best of you. When you feel good. So remember that every time you do something to expand your inner peace, you're doing something to expand the world. Don't underestimate the power of your own shifts. Don't underestimate the power of your own magnetic force. Don't underestimate the power of your personal growth and spiritual journey, because it's greatly benefiting every being around you. And there's a ripple effect. So keep showing up for yourself and you will be showing up for the service of others. And be proud of that. Be proud of listening all the way through to the end. So proud of you. And stick around for the miracles, my friends. Stick around for the miracles. The more you show up for yourself, the easier this work gets. The more you show up for yourself, the easier your relationships become. The more you lean towards love, the more you will be led. Thank you for joining me today on Dear Gabby. I love you guys. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode.